Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits, and I'm bringing it to you real and unfiltered. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am very excited to bring you today's episode with the one and only real-life gossip girl, Dumois. I'm sure that most of you follow her account where she reports on celebrity sightings, blind items, all of the latest gossip, and she also has her podcast, and she has a book coming out on November 8th, which is a novel, but it's very juicy, so make sure you guys pick that up too. And I believe the book is turning into a TV show. So she's got this whole brand. It's so incredible. It's really blown up over the last couple of years. I remember Chuck and I were on Dumois. Somebody spotted us or I took a picture of us at Pama. I think it was probably, let's see, fall of 2020. And at the time, the account only had a few hundred thousand followers. And now she's at like, I don't know, 1.6 million. And it's become like this huge cultural thing. So if you guys aren't following, make sure you go follow her over at Dumois, D-E-U-X-M-O-I. I think I'm spelling it right. I'm doing this all at the top of my head. So bear with me. But anyway, we get into so many fun topics today. I had you guys send in what celebrity gossip you're into right now, what you wanted to know, what topics you wanted us to cover. So we do get into that, but we also got into a conversation about celebrity plastic surgery and just plastic surgery in general and how she stays anonymous and most and least problematic celebrities and her experience running the account. And it's really interesting, really fun, light conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I do. Hi. So happy to finally have you on the podcast. I just feel like this has been a long time kind of in the making. Like we were DMing, I feel like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, we've been DMing like here and there. Yeah. You'll like chime in when you see something (laughs) when you see something that like perks your interest. Uh huh. There have been a few things, a few blinds that you've posted where I've been like, oh, I know who this is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. I like to confirm. I mean, I would never like say anything publicly, but it's always fun to like kind of recognize when I know who it is that you're talking about because it doesn't happen often. I feel like some of them are are very vague. That's why I love reveal, like reveal moi, because I like to see other people's guesses. Yeah. I mean, so just so people know, like people that follow me who are listening, like some of the ones that are submitted some of the blind items that are submitted through email, I don't know the answer. So that's why I also like to put them on the Reveal Moi account because the audience knows, like some people are so good at this that they know immediately who it's about. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I wait until it's on Reveal Moi and I can see the comments to figure out who it is. Right. You know, emails are so tricky because people can submit 
totally anonymous through a website that I can't really track where it's coming from. So Mm -hmm. how do you sift through like what you decide to post and what you don't, especially when you don't know who it's about? Like you can't really verify. I mean, I'm sure that you have ways of verifying because you have a lot of sources now, but like, how do you decide what makes it through? Well, the DMs, if somebody sends me something in the DMs, it's a lot easier because I could have a conversation with somebody in the DMs, right? Mm -hmm. So when it's an email, if it's a blind item and I can't figure out who it is about, which is most of the time because I'm so bad at figuring them Mm -hmm. out, a lot of times like I post stuff that winds up being fake because I can't figure out who it's about. And it's something that fandoms are talking about on other platforms. If it's if it says who it's about and it's written in a certain way, like fandoms use certain words that normal people don't. <laughs> and obviously, like I would never say which words because then that's like giving away like how I could detect the bullshit from the not bullshit. But yeah, fandoms use certain words. And the minute I see these words in an email, I'm like, okay, this is like a fan trying to submit something, you know, to get their delusion across. (laughs) I feel like people have to go into it, like taking everything with a grain of salt anyway. And you put so many disclaimers, but like part of the fun, I mean, it doesn't have to be real for it to be fun, if that makes sense. Right. No, that totally makes sense. And it's so funny you said that because somebody tweeted that at me. I had posted something I forget what it was about. I think it was about like a music release, right? And those fandoms are like the craziest, like the music fandoms like Harry Styles and Taylor and Rihanna and Beyonce. Those are the craziest. So I had posted something about a music release and I said, I I put the disclaimer. I was like, I wouldn't get your hopes up. You know, your hopes, your hopes too high about this. I'm sorry. Actually, it was about Amelia Clark. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay, so that fandom is also really kind of very passionate. <laughs> uh-huh. It was about her appearing in the new Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I, so I've been watching had that heard, one. Yeah, so I had heard that it was the fans who sent it in, you know, uh-huh. hoping, like trying to manifest a cameo from her. <laughs> so I posted it and then I found that out after and somebody tweeted it and I said, don't get your hopes up too high about this. And the person said, that's half the fun. Just like reading it and seeing if it's going to come true, even if it doesn't. Yeah. And I was like, that's such like a fun way to look at it instead of like being so mad at me for posting something that's not verified, which people do get so mad. You're yeah. still just one person, right? Yes. Or you do have more people over there. Okay. No, it's just me. <laughs> I I do have, it's just me doing like the, the big stuff. I'll say that. Okay. I do have some help in other areas. But the big stuff is me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the things about like crazy days and nights too, like back in the day. And still, that was fun. Like you read the comments and you see who other people are guessing and it's all kind of like a puzzle and a riddle. Oh, I had lunch with them. Did I tell? Did I not tell you this? No. <laughs> so no. you guys are like real life friends. Mm-hmm. Did you have to sign an NDA? No. I think he just knows that I would never say like anything. Like I wouldn't reveal. Oh my is. God. I'm coming to LA for a month. <laughs> do you want to have lunch? Yes. Do you want to have lunch? Yes. Oh my um, God. I would feel like, I don't even know, like people would be after me if they knew that I had lunch with you and <laughs> NT. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Well, I mean, like, was he what you pictured? Yes. He would be in person. Yeah. He's exactly oh, like who he is so in person. And like, just talking to him. He's the exact same person that he is like on the podcast if you listen to it. So yeah, it all kind of like aligns. Oh, I love that. I think I'd be better in person actually. Oh yeah. I feel like I like hold back a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, hold back a lot. He was definitely more candid and like interesting to talk to, but I mean, he's just the way he talks and everything is like the same in person as it is in the podcast. But I think it's really interesting, like hearing him talk about how he stays anonymous and how there are a a handful of people who know who he is like, and he's been doing it for a long time. But a lot of people ask me, like, how hard is it for you to stay anonymous now? Because so many things are happening from like the TV show, the book deal, you're obviously the whole account and everything has blown up. So 
how hard is it and how important is it to you? I mean, it's not that hard. I all of my all the deals I do, I I'm I'm anonymous. Like a lot of a lot of these like transactions like with the book and with the show and even like brand deals. Like I'm able to remain anonymous. Obviously, my agents know who I am, but you know, partners that I work with, a lot of people don't know who I am. And as far as remaining anonymous, I'm not I'm not trying to hide from anyone. I'll I will admit in the beginning I was hiding because I had a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this at the same time. And I was spending a lot of time doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was distracting and taking away from the work I would be doing at my full-time job. So I was really trying hard to remain anonymous in the beginning because of that. I didn't want my boss to know. I didn't want my coworkers to know. But now that I quit my job, I quit my job a couple months ago and I do this full time. The reason I'm staying anonymous or just like not talking about myself personally is because I'm trying to build a brand. I don't I don't necessarily want to be an influencer. And I think if I come out and I'm like, this is who I am and this is how I live and this is what I do, it doesn't become about the content. It becomes about me. Despite the vast number of products that I am sent and that I get to try because of the work that I do, there are really only a few products that I swear by that I turn to all the time and that are kind of like my ride or dies. And one of these products is the Bloat by Array. So the Bloat capsules by Array are incredible. They contain five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme that target bloat. So you feel relief quickly of all possible causes of bloating. It helps to reduce heartburn. It helps to speed up food breakdown and just alleviate any uncomfortable digestive symptoms. I say this all the time. I thought it was great marketing and then I tried it myself and I was like, I don't know how this is working so well, but I'm not going to question it. And I've heard back from so many of you guys who have said the same thing. I like to take either two or three capsules immediately after I eat something that I don't normally eat or I eat something and I just start to feel kind of like lethargic. And you know when you're getting that uncomfortable bloating coming on. So Array's products were formulated by naturopathic doctors. They make 100% natural supplements with real results. Aside from bloat, they also have Calm, which I also love. They have L-theanine and magnesium in them. They also have a new sleep alchemy capsule, which really helps with sleep. I absolutely love it. So they're basically targeting these everyday problems that women constantly deal with. So the trifecta, right? Bloat, anxiety, and insomnia. I truly can't recommend these products enough. And I also find that sometimes if I'm like having a lot of anxiety, I tend to be more bloated. So I can kind of target the anxiety with the calm instead of using the bloat. So you're kind of targeting the root instead of just treating the symptom. So you can figure out what works for you. They're all incredible. And if you guys want to try Array, you can go to Array.com, A-R-R-A-E.com and use the code BlondeFiles at checkout for 15% off a one-time purchase or 25% off your first month on subscription. So again, that's Array.com. The code is BlondeFiles at checkout for 15% off a one-time purchase or 25% off your first month on subscription. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. So that's the only reason really why I remain, I'm, you know, trying to remain anonymous. Now it gets hard. Like when I do, I do have a podcast. I go on other people's podcasts. So I do think it gets like a little hard that way 
to not be able to talk about yourself personally. But again, like I want people to enjoy the account for the content, not who is posting the content. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that makes total sense. I'm just curious, who do you think are kind of like the most problematic celebrities from what you've been sent in and who are like the least problematic? And I know you've talked about this on your account, but just if you can kind of summarize for the audience. Like problematic, just like in what way? Like in... It could like be their... any way. I mean, I know there's so okay. many like fidelity yeah. and, you know, whatever, whatever you think, whatever comes to mind for you. Okay. Uh, this is might be like a controversial answer, but like I think Chris Evans is a little problematic and I'll tell you why. Okay. I think he's problematic because he doesn't share really one inkling of his private life, which leads fans to spiral. Mm hmm and act in a certain way. I think if he gave them like a crumb, like a little crumb, and I don't mean like his quote that was like mis mistaken, you know, the quote I'm talking about, he said he wanted to like start a family yes. or something. And everyone jumped on that. I think if he just gave them a little crumb, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know, a stage paparazzi shot, like on a date or something. I think they would calm down a little bit. And you know, I only know this because I talk so many so much to the fans. I think he does like do stuff to fuck around with them on Instagram. Hmm. The following and the unfollowing and the liking and the unliking. I think that he does it on purpose. Well, he has kind to of a fandom, to right? Too like rile them up. Yeah, like they're they're like ravenous. <laughs> they're so ravenous. And like, listen, I'm not saying that, you know, a celebrity has to share their personal life. Like, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying if he is so tight lipped and doesn't say anything, like, just give us like something. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even Tom Holland and Zendaya, like you see them out, yeah. you know, together and there's a paparazzi shot and, you know, it just it, or even Timothy Chalamet. Like, I feel like he gives he gives people little, little something. Chris Evans like doesn't give one thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that leads to like toxicity, like in a fandom. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. So what about like a, the least problematic person that you could think of? Gosh, the least problematic, like who's the most open, you know, who's like so open and maybe cause she's always on my for you page is Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. She'll she'll tell you freaking anything like she spills it. She has her ex her ex boyfriends on her show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she'll go into it. I don't know. I feel like her openness leads little to the imagination. I feel like, you know, these celebrities that are like so secretive and so mysterious, but yet so famous when they start being like too secretive and too shut off from their fans. That's what leads to like these toxic fandoms. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, but yeah, that's just my hot take on it. That's interesting. Kind of to that point, like, are there any celebrities that you see in a different light now, whether it's good or bad? I mean, I'm sure that you get sent so much that you can't even post or that you choose not to post, but like, is there anybody that you can say that you had one opinion on them before? And now you have a different opinion or is that just kind of everybody? It's kind of everybody. And it's always like 50 50, right? Like a celebrity is never just one way or the other. There's always, you know, people that if I post something negative about a celebrity, there'll always be someone who will come forward and say, that's not true. Or I had a positive interaction with such and such celebrity. So you know, it just people are human. They're never, you know, I think that most people are 50 50. I don't think there's anyone who is mostly one way over the other, even JLo, you know, like I've posted so many things about JLo. A lot of them weren't positive, mm -hmm. but then there's always someone who will come out of the woodwork and be like, no, like JLo is actually like X, Y, and Z. Like Blake Lively is another one who, you know, people will, say that she's amazing to work with. And then I recently had someone send me a message that she's the devil. Really? <laughs> yes. I read it on my podcast. <laughs> it was 
so hard for me to read because I'm such a big fan of like Gossip Girl and I really like Blake Lively. But uh-huh. yeah, someone called her the devil. Wow. And, you know, if I had posted that, I feel like people would have wrote in and say, no, like I've actually had an amazing experience working yeah. with Blake Lively. So it, it's 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 never like I, I'm trying to think of one celebrity that like wh- maybe Jessica Chastain, maybe she's someone that people really don't say a lot of good things about. Mm-hmm. I know I'm naming all women, <laughs> <laughs> which is terrible. Ben Stiller. That's a perfect example. Okay. Rarely hear something nice about Ben Stiller. Interesting. We all want to create a beautiful home that reflects our personal style and Paint is one of the easiest and least expensive ways to totally transform your home and make it feel more like you, but that also comes with a lot of pain points. First of all, you have to go back and forth to a hardware or a paint store. You are trying out different swatches and painting all over your walls, and it can be a big hassle, but not with Claire. So Claire is a new online paint brand that makes paint shopping simple. They basically take the hassle out of paint shopping with a streamlined selection of beautiful designer curated colors, mess-free peel and stick paint swatches, and premium paint and supplies delivered straight to your door. So they make picking paint colors really easy and hassle-free. If you need help choosing a color, you can try Claire Color Genius. It's a fun two-minute quiz that's like having an interior designer help you choose a paint color. And you know me, you know I love a quiz. I'll do any quiz that is out there on the internet. But I love this one and it really helps to fine tune exactly what color you are looking for. All you have to do is answer a few questions about your space and your style and they deliver a personalized paint color recommendation for you. So it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. And then those peel and stick paint swatches are incredible. They're an exact match to the paint color and finish. And that way you can instantly see what colors work best in your space and you can move them around the room without damaging your walls. Another great thing about Claire is that the brand offers better paint formulations that are zero VOC, Green Guard, Gold certified for better indoor air quality, and they meet the most stringent chemical emissions standards. So Claire is also formulated without any toxic air contaminants, hazardous air pollutants, EPA, chemicals of concern. So it's paint that you can feel good about using in your home, which I know you guys will absolutely love. So visit Claire at www.claire.com blonde to get started and receive 10% off your first order. Again, that's claire.com, C-L-A-R-E.com slash blonde for 10% off. Fall is here and I don't know about you, but I have more to do than ever. I have some trips coming up. I have concerts. I have date nights. That's right. Date nights, weekends away. You get the idea. And part of the fun of all these plans is putting together outfits and There's nothing better than fall fashion, but it can be really expensive with outerwear and stuff like that. So to make it easy, I want to tell you guys about Newly. It is a monthly clothing rental subscription. It's amazing. So you get your choice of any six styles each month for just $88 a month. You can choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. Everything from going out looks to premium denim to cozy sweaters Plus, they have really great one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. It's totally up to you. You can access thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. They stock styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes to 5X. And they have maternity. They have great labels like Free People, Anthropology, A Goldie, so much more. They also have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in New Leeds state-of-the-art laundering facility. So you don't have to worry about doing the laundry. And then I think the best part is you have the option to buy whatever you love at a discount. So if you really love something and you don't want to give it back, you can get it at a discounted price, sometimes up to 70% off. 
So like I said, fall fashion is amazing, but it can be really expensive. This is a great way to stay on top of trends and look amazing without breaking the bank. Renting through newly means that you get to wear more, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of clothing while spending way less. So it's a win-win for your closet and your bank account. It's also flexible. So there's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. There's no big deal if you lose a button or if you spill something or you just want to take a break. Your life needs to be flexible and newly totally gets it. So newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BLONDE20. Just go to newly.com. That's N U U L Y.com, newly with two U's, and enter the code BLONDE20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. Again, newly.com, N U U L Y.com with the code BLONDE20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I remember I met him a few years ago at... Like a Holly, I think Alan Arkin was getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And there was like an after party. A lot of Netflix people were there. I think he had something on Netflix at that time. Maybe I'm mixing up events, but I don't really remember him being like overly friendly. But I always feel like, well, why would they be? Like, especially with me. I don't know. Right. I mean, I've had people who worked with him. Mm-hmm. Not not actors, but just like worked on crews and stuff who right. have told me like he's terrible. I feel like those are the people who really know. Like they get the real yeah. character. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think like who else would be like Ben Stiller category. John Krasinski. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, oh, right. He kind of like, has I think... this like boy next door, yes. like good guy persona. Yes. Yeah, he's another one. Mm-hmm. I've posted a lot about him on my um on my Instagram, and it's funny. Then people who went to college with him, I think he went to Brown. <laughs> yes, he did. started messaging. Yeah, started messaging me about his reputation at Brown. I lo- I love when like the celebrities <laughs> that go to college, <laughs> those are the best ones. People are like, I went to college with so and so, and their reputations in college are always so interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely another one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I-, I think for the most part, though, like there will always be a positive story and someone will always have a positive story. But then you have to look like what you just said, like you saw him at a red carpet event or an event. You have to see like what context these people are meeting or working with these celebrities. Because if somebody sends me a message and it's like, you know, I saw Ben Stiller at a book signing. He was so nice. Well, yeah, he's going to be fucking nice at a book signing, like his book signing. You know what I mean? So I can't like, I I have to discount that. Like I have to discount like meet and greets. I have to discount red carpets where it's like their premiere Mm -hmm. because of course they're going to be in a good mood and nice there. I feel like we talked about this on your podcast a little bit, like award shows too. Like I talked about interactions that I've had at award shows. Yeah. And that like you do see a little bit more kind of bad behavior, I think. But for the most part, people are on their best behavior because it is like a work thing. There's so many people around like you can't really judge somebody based off of that kind of environment either. Right. So, I mean, like when I would post a negative story about a celebrity and people would try to like refute it with these, you know, meet and greets or 
what whatever red carpet stories i would have to be like oh that's like so nice you had a positive experience but i can't really you know add that to my opinion mm-hmm. because it, it's it's kind of it it needs to be discounted yeah. for the reason that you just said so okay somebody sent me a really interesting question and that was do you get celebrity plastic surgery tip offs and you know this is my favorite thing to talk about so I was like, I never would have thought to ask you that, but I'm so curious. Like before they're getting it? Either mean, before or, like, or after. Yeah, I got a big one because it was actually controversial when it happened. Because I think it was at the beginning of quarantine. Chrissy Teigen. Oh, what did do she you do? remember that? She admits to her plastic surgeries. Yeah. But there was a lot of controversy. I don't know if your listeners will remember this, but there was a lot of controversy at the beginning of quarantine because she had plastic surgery while every allegedly while we were on lockdown. Oh, did she do something to her boobs? Was that the one or was it her buckle? Fat no, it was before. And- it was before that. Okay. I don't think she advertised this one. Oh, OK. Because I know what it was. She lied about when she had it done. I think she said she had it done a lot earlier in the year than when it actually happened. Mm-hmm. So that one I like I'd gotten a lot of tips about because she was lying. She was allegedly lying. I don't mm-hmm. really, you know, in the end, I don't know the truth. And I'd have to go back to look at the specifics of what the controversy was. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that was like a big one. I mean, everybody gets plastic surgery. You know, I've heard all the rumors like Mm -hmm. J-Lo getting a rib removed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like people getting ribs removed. Like what celebrity doesn't get plastic surgery is, I think. Well, I better question. I totally agree with you. And I always say like having had so many of these procedures myself, I can recognize it instantly. But still like a lot of people's fans are so shocked and they get so defensive, like defending that these people haven't had anything done, especially like the younger girls. But it's like, like who can... are they in defense of? Oh, like Haley. Oh, I mean, God. okay, this is alleged, but like Selena Gomez, she had so much work done allegedly and she still looks like herself, but I've seen like some before and afters and people are like, no, she has lupus. And it's like, well, lupus doesn't like raise your brows. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. Like, Haley Kendall. Yeah. I think people are kind of okay about Kendall, but like Selena, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, Haley too, like has had so much stuff done. Bella. Oh, well, I mean, you just have to look at the before and after pictures of Bella. I mean, listen, Bell, whoever did, who, do you know who did Bella's work? Yeah, Dr. K.O., allegedly. Dr. K.O. did yeah. all of it or just like certain things? Pretty sure. Well, I think she had a nose job with Canodia, at least like one, maybe two. And then mm-hmm. Dr. K.O. does this thing called a ponytail lift. It's an endoscopic facelift. And he has this like, this like special way of rotating and lifting the brows and getting that like kind of almond cat eye. And he used to, he would like post before and afters of the eyes and he would be like, KO, hashtag KO eyes, hashtag Bella Hadid eyes. And he, I've heard from people who've gone to him for consults, would tell people in consults that he did her. So if you go on his Instagram page and you look at the people that he's done, it's her look exactly. Like, that eye, that like long brow. And you can just tell that it's his work. Same with, I think, Ariana Grande. And like so many celebrities go to him because it's scarless. Wow, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's scarless. So he goes is in. It, is it painful? I think, yeah. So, I mean, it's basically, it's a <laughs> facelift, but he goes in with like a, an endoscope instead of a traditional facelift where there's a scar in front of the temple and in front of the ear that goes then behind the ear and then down the hairline a little bit. Even though like when it's done well, that scar can fade and be pretty imperceptible. He does it all with like tiny incisions, like one, maybe one centimeter or something like that incision in the hairline. And then he can go through and detach everything from the face, like oh. down to the neck. And so you're detaching it down, like on the the level of like where the bone is. So I think in that way, like, yeah, it's very traumatic. People get super swollen after. He just did Grimes and he posted a before and after picture of her. And she's like so swollen. But 
will look amazing after they do it because it just lifts everything. And his whole thing is that it's not, it's not like a traditional facelift. It's a beautifying procedure in the same way that a rhinoplasty would be a beautifying procedure. So he's posted like 17 year olds that he's done before. And he's like, why is it okay to get a nose job? But it's not okay to like reposition somebody's tissue who has like genetically, you know, lower face fullness or drooping brows or whatever it is that they want to treat. I know that as a whole, my audience is very health conscious. You guys are into nutrition and leading a healthy lifestyle and optimizing your health and all of that. And I'm the same way, but I know that there are also some things that I don't get through my diet. And this is where ritual comes in. So over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 actually don't get enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% don't get their recommended daily omega-3s. So Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill these nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. This is why I love it so much because a lot of supplements have a lot of things that we don't need and Ritual has everything you need and nothing that you don't. So they have nutrients to help maintain brain health, bone health, and blood health and provide antioxidant support. The other thing that I really love about Ritual that I know you guys will appreciate is their commitment to science and their exhaustive research to make the most effective, beneficial multivitamin. So they invested in the gold standard for research, a university-led clinical trial to study the impact of their essential for women 18 plus multivitamin. The result was an increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. The findings were published in the Frontiers in Nutrition Scientific Journal. And this is a huge deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. So Ritual is also committed to third-party testing from USP and the Non-GMO Project. All of their ingredients are vegan-friendly and traceable. They always have clear communications. You know exactly what's in your multivitamin and where it came from. Again, unlike a lot of supplements on the market. So I've been taking Ritual for years. I also love that they have a time release. I don't get that like nauseous wave that I sometimes get with other supplements. And it also has a minty, fresh taste. So it makes it enjoyable in the morning. So right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash blonde 10 and turn healthy habits into a ritual. Again, that's 10% off at ritual.com slash blonde 10. Should I get a lip lift? <laughs> I really want one. Well, I need to see your face to be able to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know of a doctor who like specializes in that? Yes, I've had two. Oh, are they really painful? <laughs> somebody just somebody who was on my podcast. Oh, Kelsey, Kelsey Knight told me that like her. I think it was Kelsey that it was like such a long recovery. It is a long recovery. So I had one in 2017 and it was like very, very conservative. And I did it with a doctor here in LA, Dr. Tally, who's like one of the specialists in the world kind of in the lip lift. And it just wasn't like the shape. It wasn't enough of a lift. So I went to this guy, Dr. Mascaro in Florida, who's incredible. And my recovery time, I have to say with him was like much shorter. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're cutting through that muscle there. Like it's an area oh. of your face that has so much movement. So you have to be really careful. And it's like stiff for sure for a couple months. But my recovery with the second one, I did a red carpet with Chuck 10 days later and nobody could tell. Whereas with the first so one, you- I was like kind of down for the count for like a couple months. So you're saying I should go to Florida? <laughs> I mean, I love Dr. Tally, shout out, but I had a much shorter recovery in Florida. So I can, I can give you all the info. Yeah. I definitely need like all the info. Cause I just, I really, 
that's one thing that just bothers me so much. And that's something, speaking of celebrities, I think that people don't know a lot of people, a lot of them get the upper lip lift. Yeah. Like and it shortens for the sure. Space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those procedures that it's so like, I mean, it's not a minor procedure. It's a surgery, but it is something that you can do awake and it's not like so invasive, like, you know, a facelift or a brow lift or something like that, even though a brow lift same thing. Like it's not, I had that done in 2018. I was like kind of swollen and had black eyes for a week. But after that, like you can't tell. So I think people have this idea that plastic surgery, like you, you need like months of downtime and like, how can celebrities do this? Because they're always in front of the camera. And it's like, no, you can get away with it (laughs) so easily. Yeah. I think this, I mean, your face is swollen, but you look normal. Yeah, I feel like with certain plastic surgeries. I mean, I've had a nose job. I've had two nose jobs mm-hmm. and like my face was swollen actually for like a year. Yeah. I yeah, think the nose the first takes one. a while. But yeah. with a lot of the things like a brow lift or especially with a facelift, like two weeks after a facelift, especially if you're young, I feel like you have that diffuse swelling where it's just kind of like a little bit of extra padding around your face. And so you have no wrinkles. You look amazing because you look 12. And... Yeah, it's like not not as perceptible as people think that it is. But back to the lip lift, yeah, it's like one of those things that's kind of minor, but it can change the entire face. Like it makes you just, it can make you look just way more like balanced and youthful. I think it's one of the better procedures out there, but you have to go to somebody good because no matter what, you're putting a scar like in the middle of your face. <laughs> Where? Where does the scar go? Under your nose. I wonder if you already... I already have a scar there from my nose job. There's going to yeah. be two scars? No, oh, no. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> no, and like it depends on your anatomy too. So I don't know how your nose is, but some people's nose, like Bella Hadid, her nose kind of like drops down over that line. So you can't see yeah. a scar if it now is I'm there anyway. But, I mean, I guess I always see the scar because I'm always like looking up, I guess, yeah. you know, but I guess front on, you can't see it. Yeah. If you go to somebody good, it'll be hair thin. And if you have something there from your nose job anyway, like they can probably go right Cut over it, that. Recut it open. Mm-hmm. Do you, do they put you asleep? No. Oh, really? Well, the first one I had when I had my nose done, so I was asleep anyway, but the second one, no, I didn't even take like Valium or anything, which you can do. He just went in there with anesthesia. It was pretty quick. It took like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Yeah. It's like nothing. I'm going to send you pictures when we're done. Yeah. Even like the next day, I looked amazing. I had clear stitches. Like you couldn't even really tell that I did anything. Did you have to go back to get the stitches removed? I feel like I'm really getting into this. You could cut this all out if you want. <laughs> or People we could talk love about the plastic it, like... surgery content too. So okay, yeah, we'll. Keep did you it. Have, do you have to get the stitches removed, or did they, did they just dissolve? I had them removed, so I got it done in Florida. It was January of 2020. I stayed there for two nights, and then I went up to New York, and I had the stitches taken out in New York. I think like maybe at day seven. But I had, but they were clear, so you couldn't even see them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm really considering this, but the fact that you're not put asleep like makes me nervous. I think you can be, but I think if you take a Valium before, which is what most people do, like you can't feel anything. Like if you, if you're like, if you take that and you're just chilling and then they just inject you with whatever to numb it, you can't feel, you don't really know what's going on. I was right. nervous. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. this is giving me, like, it made me squeamish, but it turned out to be totally fine. Okay. I'm considering it. I mean, my nose jobs were, like, so painful, so I Mine can't too. imagine it being more painful. Yeah. Nose jobs are, like, really, really painful. Anyone out there considering it? Like, I'm not trying to discourage people from getting it, but I could still, like, I have PTSD from when they pulled the splint uh, out. Ugh. That was because he gave worst. me no, yeah, he gave me no warning <laughs> and he just <laughs> yanked them out and it was like the worst pain. And my nose is like kind of still numb. And I'm talking like I, I have had it for like 12 years, maybe 15 years. So wow. I feel like the tip of my nose is like still numb, but I'm feeling mine whatever. right now to see if mine is numb too. I just remember 
just the feeling of not being able to breathe for a week. Like some people say they can breathe right away, but I was just so like swollen and I, this is so gross, but I had so much like bloody mucus and it would stick mm-hmm. in the back of my nose where I couldn't get it out. Oh. It was the worst feeling. And I would have to go in there and have them suction it out. And the suction oh my God. would go so deep. It felt like it was like pricking your brain. Like it was the worst. That's pretty uh, bad. Yeah. I know. People Didn't are like, oh, nose dr- job is like-, like not a big deal. I'm like, no, it was like the most traumatic of anything that I've ever done. Oh my. Oh yeah. It was like, mine were both so traumatic. Didn't you have to sleep like sitting up? So yep. didn't your nose just like drain? Yes. Did it not? I don't know. I don't know why it, that was like, I just had an issue with like that stuff getting like stuck. It was so gross. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. But, but we digress. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Let me see what else I have here. Well, since we're kind of talking about like aesthetic stuff, people want to know about Kim's weight loss and Chloe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they did. I mean, for all we know, they could have everyone speculating it's not natural, but for all we know, it could be. But I will say that, you know, obviously Ozempic, the shot Ozempic, which has been approved for weight loss, but is traditionally for diabetes, is really, really popular right now. And there's a couple other ones on the market too. And it's a shot you take every week and it just decreases your appetite. So people are speculating that they have been using Ozempic and then other people are speculating like more invasive procedures to shrink their stomach to eat less. But I don't know, like nobody, you know, I don't think anyone's going to admit what it is that they're doing. Okay. Well, I have some insider info. Okay. Oh, This was months ago, maybe even like, I don't know, six months ago, like when Chloe started losing weight or maybe a little bit more than that. I was talking to somebody in the medical profession and we were talking about some kind of medication. I can't remember what. And then the topic of Ozempic came up and they said, oh yeah, well, Dr. So-and-so who is my OBGYN and is also all of their OBGYN is the one giving them all the injections. And I was like, oh, interesting. So they're taking Ozempic. At least like months ago. I don't know if since then they've done anything to like make it more drastic because I mean, it is pretty drastic. I know like, you know, IG Famous by Dana, (laughs) that account. Yeah, yeah. She's taking Ozempic right now and she's like, like sharing her journey and tracking her weight loss and everything. And she's losing like two pounds a week and she's not like, overweight, you know, but she just wanted to lose a few pounds or whatever. But it's not like a drastic thing where I feel like with especially Chloe, it's like so dramatic. That yeah. Wonder. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, well, she also, you know, has been going through a lot of stress. So if she's taking something and then plus the stress, like maybe she just totally was like not eating at all. You know what I mean? But I'm sure they get, you know, there's so many non-invasive liposuction type procedures. Mm -hmm. I mean, Kim is even shown on her Instagram, like skin tightening. I love that that she she goes to Dr. Gavami, who's like known to be the body guy who does all the like lipo and BBL. And she goes to him and posts about laser. (laughs) Well, I mean, isn't that those lasers kind of like non-invasive? liposuction? I mean, there's only so much that they can do. I think, I think she posted about like Morpheus or profound. I've done profound on my face. So I don't know how it is on the body, but like it can maybe tighten like a little bit, but it's not like liposuction, but I'm sure they all do liposuction too. I mean, that's another one that's like so easy to just kind of go in, like get in, get out. I got my boobs done in the end of July and my, I haven't shared this yet, but my doctor said, well, I'm going to lipo your bra fat. And I was like, my bra fat? I didn't even know that was a thing, but it, he likes to do it just to give like the breast a nice contour kind of. And I said, well, if you're going to get the lipo thingy out, can you just like hit the back of my arms? <laughs> and he did? He was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. And he did. And it was like nothing. I mean, you couldn't even tell, you know. So was it painful? It was, yeah, I mean, it was tight for the first week and then it's, 
it was just kind of numb and like it got like kind of that extra fat out of there and you wouldn't even know that I did anything like a week or two later. So, I mean, this is the thing with liposuction, you know, like real liposuction on like, I guess your stomach or wherever, like I can't with the like draining tubes and then you have Mm -hmm. to like, you know, you have to get like lymphatic massages to like, I feel like it's like very high maintenance. Some of it. Yes. Like if you're doing like to get traditional liposuction. Yeah. Like if you're doing like hardcore, like full body and then doing like a BBL or you're doing like etching, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's, it's more involved than what I went through, but like, it's not at the same time. It's like also not that hard for someone to like pop in and get like, you know, the back of their arms sucked out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know about the what the Kardashians are doing. I feel like even like you said, like if it's if they are taking Ozempic, it can't just be that. It yeah. can't. Well, also, like, let's not discount the fact that, you know, these people have access to the best trainers, the best, you know, nutritionists, chefs, whatever, like everything. So maybe it's maybe it's surgery. Maybe it's lifestyle. Who knows? I think it's a combination. I don't think it it's just one thing. I think it's like a combination of many things. Yeah, I agree. That that normal people can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Speaking of plastic, Oh, I was going to say they look good. They, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kim looks good. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people asked about Tom Brady and Giselle. And I was talking, they weren't asking about his plastic surgery, but this will just be my segue because I was talking to my friend who's a surgeon and he was like, well, I can't verify for sure, but it looks like he did like this, this and this. I mean, he definitely like switched up his look a little bit. He did, but I don't think that's the reason why he took off. Do you? No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm curious, that like, was People thought that that was the reason why he was taking a break oh. for plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that two weeks or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. I don't. What do you think he had done? Now I need to look at a Tom <laughs> Brady before and after. It looked like something to the jaw. I remember my friends had like some kind of cheek implant is what it looked like. He was like, this is what it normally looks like when it's healing. So maybe he thought that it would like heal quicker than it did. But of course, he was totally speculating too. Like nobody knows for sure. His jaw looks completely different. Yeah. And if you look at like even, I mean, people were comparing like last year to that picture that was making the rounds recently. But even if you compare like from a few years ago to now, it's like drastic. Yeah. His his face is totally I'm looking at like like a four picture, like, you know, screen cut through the years. Wow. He, he does look a lot different. I guess I yeah. never really. His whole face is a completely <laughs> different shape. It's kind of wild. I know. I guess I really never noticed. He seems like someone who would be vain. Totally. Yeah. I think even the guys that you wouldn't expect to be vain are vain. And he is one of the ones that you would expect to. Like maybe you wouldn't expect him to do surgery because he's like a good looking guy already. But sometimes, sometimes like the better looking you are, the more obsessed with like perfection you are and you're never satisfied. Yeah. That's such a good point. And what about poor Zac Efron? Everyone's picking apart his face. Yeah. What do, what do you what do you think he had done? Just injections or? Hey, I haven't really paid attention to that one. They're like picking apart his poor jaw and he's saying that it's from a injury. Oh, yeah. That was reported to happen in like 2013. And he's like talking about it just now. And everyone's like, how do you use your face? look like that from an injury that happened in 2013. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his jaw is like completely different. Died when he shattered his jaw. But my thing, which I say to people is like, maybe he has to get injections in his jaw because yeah. it got so fucked up from the accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like he might also be like taking steroids and like doing mm. things that are kind of like changing. I mean, that I don't think that makes your jaw grow. But yeah, it could again, it could be like a combination of things. But I don't think men are any less susceptible to like the pressure of Hollywood than women are. I think that people maybe just don't pay as much attention when it comes to men. I totally agree. That's why whenever somebody writes in about men, male celebrities who are going bald, Mm -hmm. who have hair implants, like I'm like, 
I'm posting about it <laughs> because we <laughs> never, we never, you know, we never talk about the men, like yeah. you said. Yeah. And women get like picked apart. Yep. Yeah. Men like totally fly under the radar. We're here to call it out. <laughs> exactly. Which is the same way I feel about talking about celebrities' penis sizes. <laughs> That's another one. People get so disgusted by it. They're like, <laughs> I can't believe you're posting. This is so private. And I'm like, do you know how picked apart women's body bodies are by yeah. the media, by by men, by, you know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. OK, let's see if we can run down some of these hot topics and just see what the latest is. So people wanted to know about Emrata, Brad Pitt. Emrata and Brad Pitt have been seen out to dinner. It's not exclusive. I can tell you that for a fact because mm-hmm. I heard that Brad Pitt's also dating or seeing or going on dates with somebody else who's a normie. I haven't actually posted about this yet. She's a normie. And, you know, it means to me that signal that him and Emrata are not exclusive, mm-hmm. but they've been they've been seen together. I love there, when there you post the definition of casual dating. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted it five minutes ago. I know, I saw for Dua Lipa, right? Yes, because like I feel like I don't know if it's the younger readers or if it's just people that are inexperienced. Like they're like, well, Brad Pitt's a perfect example. Like if I were to post Brad Pitt's dating a normie, I would get a million DMs. Well, isn't he dating Emrata? It's Mm -hmm. like, yes, he's dating both. That's what dating is. Like you date around, you date different people. Like why is that so hard for people to understand? (laughs) I don't know. But yes, so they have been seen together. Not by the paparazzi yet. I think it'll be really hard to get a picture of them together. They have been, well, the last place they were seen, they showed up separately. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, a lot of the times celebrities leave through the back or they'll leave through like an alleyway. So I think it'll be hard to get a paparazzi picture of them, but they have been seen together in New York a couple times having dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like if celebrities don't want to be seen, they have ways of doing that, right? Correct. So yes. <laughs> I think yes. that like that should be a clue of like when you do see people out sometimes like, well, what is this? What are they trying to manipulate with this? You know? Well, that's a really good point. And to that point, like the pictures that were just released, I think last night of Dua Lipa and Trevor Noah. Yep. Which it it looked like they were on a date, you know, and it just happened to come out the same night that he announced he was leaving The Daily Show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He announced he was leaving The Daily Show after like seven years. So or the next night, you know what I mean? It Mm -hmm. was very close together that the date and the announcement was. I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of fishy. I wouldn't peg either of them as someone who would call the paparazzi, especially him actually both of them I would not peg as people who would call the paparazzi so I don't know if it's just a coincidence or what Mm -hmm. yeah when I saw you post that not knowing anything about like the situation I don't know how these things work as well as you probably do by now but even I was like oh they that's like if they didn't want to be seen together for sure they would have ways of ensuring that that didn't happen you know yeah I thought it was like really weird and like their weird hug goodbye on the cheek I don't know it was weird and I'm surprised like but you know celebrities like when you think celebrities wouldn't care about that kind of stuff and then you realize all celebrities care about this that stuff and Joshua Jackson and Jody Jody Turner Smith is also like another amazing example of this because they weren't following each other fans noticed I posted about it I'm sure it was posted other places on the internet as well. And then the next day they were following each other. And then the next day after that, a paparazzi picture of them holding hands, walking in Malibu came out. And then the next day after that, they were posting for Motorola, a Motorola ad on both of their Instagram accounts, an ad that they were both in together as a (laughs) couple. So it's like, I would never peg them to like be the type of couple who cared about what people are saying about them on the internet or to to all of a sudden follow each other after fans noticing they're unfollowing each other or to stage a paparazzi picture. But here we are. So I think like all celebrities care about that. Yeah, for sure. 
I remembered seeing you posting about that and the following thing. And then I think I saw on like Just Jared or something, a picture of them at like Nobu. And it's like, oh, that is so intentional. I was laughing. It was, in- it was 100% intentional. They like called paparazzi to take the picture. First of all, in the picture, they look like zombies. They're yeah. just like walking, <laughs> holding hands, like with this blank stare yep. in front of them. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? Like, I think that obviously they had the ad scheduled to be posted and their people probably panicked and they were like, you need to fucking get out there, go out to dinner, go to one of the most, you know, yeah. celebrity frequented restaurants yep. and we'll get your picture. I mean, it's part of the job. It is part of the job. And you know what? People were forwarding me the picture and being like, oh, thank God. Look, they're still together. And I'm like, guys, like, yeah. come on. You can't <laughs> be that naive. <laughs> I think a lot of people are, though. <laughs> they are. I mean, I'm here to open their eyes as much as I can. Yeah. But that was just such a blatant and obvious one that even I was like, come on. Like, I, I I'm the first one to be like, no, a relationship is not PR. And no, the celebrities don't all call the paparazzi. But even that one, I was like, this is mm. so obvious. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to find a good one to end on. I still have so many questions, but <laughs> I feel like Adam Levine has been like overdone. I don't feel like we really have to talk about that one. Is there any like special tea that hasn't been shared yet or something that you think is really like interesting or scandalous that people aren't really talking about yet? I mean, the Elizabeth Chambers using her friend's email and Instagram account to to contact the press that came out this week. Ooh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So Elizabeth Chambers was using her friend's email account and Instagram account to send tips to the press about Army. What? Yeah. Wow. Wait, when was that? So that was. It came out this week. I don't know if it was widely reported. I saw it on page six and I think I saw it in the Daily Mail, but I'm not sure it was it wasn't picked up by that many places. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the crazier things that I think. And did they say that she's doing it like while the whole thing was unraveling or. Yeah. After. Yeah. Oh, no. During. Actually, oh. shit. I don't even know because I didn't read any of the articles. I only know what I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling what I know about it, but I don't know what the articles say. But I had heard about about it. And then when I saw the headlines, I was like, holy shit. This mm-hmm. is like this is like pretty bad. That is pretty bad shit. And she's got a new yeah. boyfriend, right? Some another She has normie. a new boyfriend. Yes, he's a normie. I think he's like a masseuse or something in the Cayman Islands. And I think he's like a little bit younger than her, which totally fine. He's very good looking. And Army's in L.A. He was just seen in L.A. having dinner and he has a mustache. I don't know. I don't know really what else. <laughs> and that's, that's <laughs> what else the hot say? news. <laughs> <laughs> Army Hammer has a mustache. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on with him, like the legality part of it. I try to stay away from anything that has to do with the law. So yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. But yeah, that Elizabeth Chambers thing, like I was hearing about that in the DMs. And then when I saw the headline, I was like, wow, I can't believe that somebody actually went on record or went to the press with this. I think even CNN, CNN, I think reported on it. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's like the most shocking. There's a threesome that I keep alluding to. Yeah. Everybody's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like give a hint. I gave a hint on my podcast episode this week. I, I, the only hint I could really give is that it's a hot couple who's been in the press a lot lately and a model. A lot of people guessed Emrata, Brad Pitt, and I can't remember the third person. But, but Brad Pitt's not a couple with. Oh, them. right, right, right. And then a lot of and, people guessed would... Leo and Gigi, and I can't remember the third person. Yeah, oh. I'll say like maybe one of those names is right for okay. one of the participants. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one kind of like rocked my world too. And what rocked my world even more is that. I posted about it very briefly and all I said was a hot A-list couple and people were messaging me like, wait, do you mean X, Y, and Z? And I was like, holy shit, how have you heard this? And people were hearing about it. So really, 
Yeah. I feel like you'll probably hear about it. It was like going around in certain circles, maybe in just in New York. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where it happened. It either happened in New York or Europe. It didn't happen in L.A., Mm -hmm. supposedly. But yeah, I was shocked about at how many people messaged me guessing who it was, guessing correctly who it was just off of that. And they were like, wait a minute you know, so-and-so told me about this. And I was like, how is this getting around? I thought I had like super secret information. But but the fact is, the fact that it was getting around so much made me think, okay, well, this must definitely be true mm-hmm. that these three had a threesome. Is that on Reveal Moi? I didn't put it on there yet because it okay. wasn't like really a blind item. It was just something I said oh. in passing. But I'm going to put a TikTok up about it. Okay. I, I made a TikTok about it. Okay. So it'll be on TikTok. <laughs> People could okay. guess under there. I'll be looking at that. Uh, then. <laughs> All right, I'll well, t- I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell oh, you who it is when we stop recording. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, well, at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are out of time, but thank you so much for coming on. As usual, yeah, so much course. fun talking to you. Thank you so much, and for all your listeners, my book comes out November eighth. Yeah, my novel, the Demois novel. It's fiction, but it's based on true life events and you can get it online you can get it on amazon i'll obviously post links for it so i'm really excited for everyone to read that i can't wait to read it I'm it's a pretty juicy reader. yeah i'm excited oh good <laughs> it's juicy it's like definitely like something you can get through in like two days and there's a lot of Perfect. sex in it love it right so, up my alley <laughs> well thank you for having me thank you I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.